My name is Chris Charbonneau, and I'm the host of the Fall of Roe podcast. I'm a 40-year veteran of the pro-choice movement. I have been the CEO of Planned Parenthoods in seven different states and have decades of experience in the pro-choice realm. This is an unapologetically pro-choice podcast. We are going to talk about the disaster that is the unfolding dismantling of the Roe standard across the United States, creating 50 states worth of patchwork laws, the danger that that poses to anyone of reproductive age and all of us who love them. We need to figure out how we as a collective are going to get through this, change this situation, give ourselves some hope and get back to sanity in this country. Hello, friends. This is Chris Charbonneau on Decision Day. We all woke up this morning to the Supreme Court of the United States deciding that Roe v. Wade needed to be overturned. It's a tragic, tragic day. Many of us are not surprised because we've all been expecting this, but a little shell-shocked at the idea of being second-class citizens in our country and um, concerned, obviously, for everybody who's in the middle of an unplanned pregnancy right now, who are scrambling to try to figure out what to do. And I wanted to record this right away so that uh, we could all be together in this moment. And also, we all had instructions about things we can do to make this productive. First of all, I think it's okay to take a day just to grieve the loss of a 50-year freedom especially at the hands of a group of people who had to lie to get themselves their jobs um, and who proved themselves liars today by disrespecting a precedent that they had all promised to honor. And um, there's just a whole lot of moving parts to this that we need to, as a collective, deal with now. And um, some of that's a little overwhelming. And so everybody take a little bit of a deep breath because tomorrow we ride. We have a whole lot of things to do, and I am really pleased to be in this with you. Just so you know, as a practical matter, for the states that are going to honor trigger bans, some of them are in effect today, and some of them have a 30-day window. And probably some of the uh, right-wing states are going to go into quick session to tailor their uh, abortion laws to make them as heinous as they can possibly be. Um, for the people of their states. And y'all, they deserve to pay a price at the ballot box for that. I'm going to come back to that. But there's no reason that any of this needs to be okay or the way things go or any of that. I think we need to decide that enough is enough and this is not going to stand. But the important thing to do if you have an appointment is to call the clinic where you have the appointment and make sure that you're in a state where um, that appointment can be honored, and you may already have information about this. If you are finding out today that you're pregnant, please call or um, get online and check out abortionfinder.org, abortionfinder.org. That is a vetted resource for abortion appointments at all the Planned Parenthoods and the NAF members, National Abortion Federation members, and a bunch of the independents. Um, It's a giant project that has been put together to be sure that people actually land in the hands of caring people who will actually do services for them or help them find where they can get real services. Do not, under any circumstances, call a crisis pregnancy center or anything called anything like that. They are 
designed to divert people away from getting the services they need. And I think probably today they're in the business of scaring people out of getting services that are probably perfectly legal where they are. The president of the United States got on TV today, President Biden, and said that he was going to use all the power of his office in order to um, defend women's right to choose. And for him, that means um, being able to work with the FDA and other agencies that he is the lead for to ensure that medication abortion um, cannot be overly regulated by the states and that people still have access to things that they need from the FDA. And the Department of Justice also said that they will defend the right of people to travel from one state to another in order to get something that is legal in the state where they go, but maybe not legal in the state where they came from. So that's important. All of you you who are worried about being chased after by these conservative states, um, these conservative states don't have the right to go after you for something you do that is legal in another state or anything you help someone do that is legal in another state. And it is nice to know that the um, nationwide Department of Justice has our back on that. In addition, a number of the blue states have begun to pass shield laws. Washington uh, did that under the leadership of Governor Inslee. California has done that. Connecticut has done that to shield people in various states who are helping people from other states so that that their citizens, if you will, are defended from the possibility of attack by a right-wing state. In addition, a lot of corporate entities, Starbucks and Amazon and um, many, many others are pledging to help their staff fly from one state to the other if their state no longer has legal abortion or, in fact, if if the commute time would be too long um, to get from one place to the other. Um, So that's a very important kind of guarantee with the president of the United States standing behind it. And um, we need to make sure that that all goes precisely as it must. Once again, I'm going to come back to what ordinary people can do. So you don't need an abortion yourself. You're not in this today, but you need to know what it is to be helpful to people. As I've advocated on this channel before, you need to be sure that the young people in your life have long-acting reversible contraception that they can rely on and that they get it right away. There is by no means any guarantee that some of these conservative states will not also go after your right to birth control. They have said that they would do it, um, and they have a friend in a couple of the members of the court who are saying, absolutely, the next thing we need to do is um, make abortion illegal, I mean, make, um, sorry, contraception illegal. And while we're at it, we might go after gay marriage and we might go after any number of other things. Um, that are part of the privacy right that we have today. And that's uh, unacceptable. And that's obviously very frightening. And that's obviously been the playbook from the beginning. We have never been talking about just one thing, and that's abortion. We've always been talking about a worldview where some people believe they are able to control what other people do with their bodies and in their lives. That, as we say, cannot stand. So, All the people who need contraception need to go get a really good method of contraception, preferably a long-acting reversible one, sometime soon, because if you're in a red state, your life could depend on it. And if you're in a blue state, as we've said, we need the space in clinics 
for people to be coming from other places to get their abortions. And that's um, not helping if if we have a lot of people taking up a lot of space in clinics that could otherwise be handled another way. Also, we need people to buy those early pregnancy tests, especially in the red states where you might have young people that you know that need to uh, tell somebody else really early what's going on um, so that action can be taken. We need as many people as possible to have a little extra plan B, that's morning after treatment, available to them, but they they could be giving out so that in the event that someone um, has a broken condom or whatever, we can avoid them stepping into this morass now. And let's talk about plan C. There are abortifacient pills available through aid access. Currently, they're being shipped in from overseas and if you get online and check out aid access, you can get information. You don't have to be pregnant. This is a prophylactic dose in case people need to have these on hand. If you have money and want to write checks, please fund your local abortion access funds. They can be found under abortion access funds. Once again, not crisis pregnancy centers. Um, so fund abortion access funds, and several of them fund various parts of the country. And so you can pick your local ones and have that help you in whatever way. I mean, have them them uh, direct it into whatever way you prefer if you're trying to make sure people in a certain area get services. Also, to tell the young people in your family you're a safe place to be having this conversation so that you can be helping concierge somebody through the toughest experience of their young lives. I think it's important to support the um, reproductive health centers, even in the red states. We still need those centers to be able to diagnose pregnancies and give appropriate referral information to people. And so I think that at least in this interim time, there is still a real function for the abortion clinics in red states um, for your support. And you may want to check with them about that. But I think that that's an important piece of service that people could do if you have enough money to share that with them. In blue states, those of you who have not yet, yet passed SHIELD laws to protect the people who are going to be assisting other people in getting abortions, we want to be sure nobody gets extradited to a state where they could be dealt with harshly, blue states pass your shield laws. And everyone, be prepared to collect the stories of people, the things that are happening around you. We are now seeing this on social media, the, the people who are afraid to do basic labor and delivery services for fear that if things go wrong, they'll end up on the wrong side of some sort of decision against them. And it could be devastating, especially in these states where they're making a lot of noise about making this a felony for providers. Everybody knows that your health care is likely to be compromised now because this is happening and everybody's having to come to terms with this. If you're currently a pregnant person that's undergoing prenatal care, that is worth a good long discussion with your providers about how they are managing in this world where suddenly um, part of their profession has, has been criminalized. A word to corporations. Those of you who have the good fortune to be able to choose where you do business, we need you to start threatening these states now that you're going to take your headquarters and go home. Go home somewhere else where half of your employees are respected and not considered second class. 
We have seen that be effective in the LGBTQ movement around the bathroom bills, and other people have shown a tremendous amount of leadership in doing that. You might say, well, I'm going to ship my staff from point A to point B to get this care, but this is a lot more serious than that. This is a statement that half of your employees um, no longer merit the respect that is given to actual citizens, and therefore uh, they can be dealt with harshly. And other employees of yours may be dealt with harshly for helping them. And all of this is your problem and your business. Um, Having all kinds of days where people aren't working because they are driving around the country or they're flying somewhere that they wouldn't otherwise need to be, that's money right out of your pocket. And this is just the beginning of the shenanigans that might ensue around reproductive health care and what it might do to make your workforce a lot less present and, and able to serve your customers. So I think it's time for corporations to throw down with these governors of these red states. Talk to everyone you know about how pro-choice you are. Talk about your dismay about this decision. It's important that we claim and and continue to have what we already have, which is the moral high ground on this issue. We have people who know that abortion is health care and that abortion is the right that people need to be able to exercise when that is relevant in their lives if they need it. And we need not to allow them to drive us underground or be stigmatized. So you will hear me on this channel shouting from the rooftops, even if this is risky legally for me. I think we need to, as a collective, not tolerate being bullied into silence or submission. That is part of this not standing. That is part of us being the powerful, empowered citizenry we are. And I think it's vital that we stand up and say, This is an absolutely asinine decision. It cannot stand. I am standing four square in your way as you try to get in the way of people who need to exercise their right to choose. And you'll get them when you get past me. This needs to be how we approach this because, friends, we have a lot of vulnerable people that we could shield from the worst health outcomes of their lives, all unnecessary pain for them because we've got a very small minority of this country that wanted to see this happen. And, you know, they they come up with bizarre arguments about how Roe was wrongly decided and all kinds of stuff about um, how the founding fathers never mentioned, you know, abortion. Well, they didn't mention women either. Let's be clear. Our founding fathers had a lot of good ideas. And then in many ways, they were people of their time, and and that does not bear dragging with us into the year 2022. So we will not, as a people, tolerate the shoving of one religious perspective down the throats of an entire people and in that way abrogating our freedoms. Our freedoms are more important than the religious perspective of one group of people who've managed to get a majority of themselves appointed to the United States Supreme Court and then unilaterally overturn a right and a service that people have relied on for decades. And we can't have that be how this ends up. And so join with me, all of you. We really need to stand shoulder to shoulder. Go into the streets if you must. But do the other things, too, so that we have ways of helping people who may reach out to you for help. 
give as generously as you can to the clinics and to the um, abortion finders and to the abortion funds. Um, All of this is important for us as we try to create equilibrium. We will have a crazy couple of months while we all get used to this new reality. And then some new things will set in and we need to be prepared to be nimble and active in how we approach our going forward. But I can't tell you how I appreciate all of you being interested enough in this podcast to take a listen to this. And please, um, if you can do any of the things I suggested, it's worthwhile. If you can do all of them, brava. We all need to stand together. And all of this is incredibly, incredibly important for the future of people who can get pregnant and all of those of us who love them. Hang together, friends, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you for listening, friends. This is Chris Charbonneau. It's been my pleasure to host this broadcast for you today. And if you'd like to hear more, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts and give us a five-star review. If you'd like to connect with me in some way, please go to fallofrow.com for information. Thank you.